Hey, last week we had a we had an awesome conversation, man. Thank you for being there. Really, thank you for stepping in. And here's what I want everyone to know: uh, that's not a trending conversation. That's not something we're going to trend. Uh, that is to be continued. Yes. Uh, but we talked about this passage in Galatians. But we talked about that uh, we've been invited to walk according to the Spirit. Yes. That means in step with. Yes in rhythm with, and it's kind of like, we, we painted this picture, like a dance. And we were meant to dance with the Spirit of God, like walk the very steps He walked. And as I process that message, and if it's not for you, uh, that message is for me. And I encourage you, go watch that conversation because it's something very, very important for the days ahead. Uh, but that, that message is for me. As I recognize the gospel and the problem really is, is Jay. Like, I'm the issue. It's not you and it's not you. At first, the issue is me. And, and who makes me right? The king of the universe. Amen. And the king of the universe has invited me into a relationship with him through the person of Jesus. And that gives me hope for today. And the invitation is, come dance. Yep. And so I said, God, what does it look like to dance? And we want to have that conversation today. I want to bring you in, up to speed a little bit about how this came about right here. Um, as I process the dance, God, what does that look like? I don't, I don't really know always what that looks like. What do I do? I want to dance. And, and it's very clear. It's almost like he just kind of speaks to me through the word, and it's like, Jay, Jay you know exactly what to do. And I said, I know exactly what to do. I'm going to call up one of my, some of my dear friends, and, and we're going to go, we're going to do what he said to do. And, and I, I think about as we walk through the book of Acts, we're doing this study through Acts. Acts 1.8, uh, it says that you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. I believe that that passage hasn't finished, uh, still progressing to the ends of the earth. And now we, we talked about this, but we're writing we're the book of, of Acts. We're a part of it. And so the word and gospel is still going out. Yes. Here's what we're going to do. Let's go witness. Let's go Let's share. Go. Let's go talk yes. about this yes. dance we've been invited into. And so I called y'all up and I said, hey, listen, let's, let's go see what God will do with us. And uh, I want to preface this so you guys understand. Marty, this is your first time going with us. Jay, this is not your first yes. time. Uh, we talk about this. We're in life group together and we talk about it often. And you're like, yo, I want to go next time. So we call you up and we go. Here's how it starts. Okay. When we show up, we pray together. And we ask God to give us hints, and we call it a scavenger hunt. God, give us a hint of what we're going to see. We want to go. We want to share your glory. We want to share. We want to witness about you. We want to tell people the good news. Uh, give us hints about what we should be looking for. Yes. And uh, so whatever comes to our mind, we take our phones out, and we write notes, and we look for the things that we think we hear. Sounds hokey, but <laughs> try it. Uh, invite you, come on. Uh, you're invited to come walk the streets anytime, anytime. Uh, but I, I wanted to ask you guys the question because a lot of people wonder, what can, I, what can I do? How can I witness? I don't know where to start. And so we just want to invite you into this conversation to see where to start. Uh, Marty, I want to start with you. What did you learn as your first time stepping into this? Um, that the people out there, they're hungry for the gospel, for God. Um, and prayer is powerful. God is amazing. Uh, I'm thankful to do it with you two because y'all are great examples. And I can't, I can't wait to do it again. It just 
doing it, going out, and listening to what the Spirit tells you. It just gives you excitement, and you're ready to go do it again. It's, yeah. it's contagious. Like, yeah. mm. I'm, I'm with you. For me, man, I mean, how many times have we done it? It's been several we've times, been, right? Been several, yeah. And you would think with anything else other than God, right, the Father, you get to a place to where you get complacent or you get like, uh, same, same old dance, same old song, right? Yeah, yeah. But with him, with Christ, when we go do his work, um, there's always a refresher. Yeah, yeah. There's always a moment of like, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. it's never a moment. It's never a dull moment, right? Oh, yeah. Um, me pulling up, for me, this is something I've done several times. I'm pulling up to the parking garage and you guys are already praying with the security guard. And I just, that flame inside of me is like, let's go. You're like, it's on. Let's go, it's on. It's cool. They've already started awesome. without me, right? Like, I'm trying to jump out the car while it's still rolling just to get in on the prayer yeah, before yeah. you guys say amen. I oh, know, man. So it's, for me, though, because I've done it a couple of times, I'm still seeing the faithfulness of God in it. Like, he's still like, I'm using you. Every time you say you're available, I'm going to yeah. use you, you oh, know? know? And it's humbling that he does that. But yeah. that's, for me, that's what it's, that's what it is. Oh, yeah. Hey, what did you guys see the Holy Spirit do uh, on, our, on our walk? I mean, for me, I, I saw the, the Holy Spirit lead me to certain people. Like you said a while ago, the, the word I got was red and blue. And yes. so I was, if I saw red and blue, I was approaching them. Yeah. And, and it's by faith. You know, yeah, it's by like, faith. Right? Like, it's like, I, I think I heard red and blue. Yeah. So by faith, I'm stepping into this mess. I don't know what I'm about to see, but like, we're going. <laughs> and, 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 it, and it's... Totally awkward situation. Yeah. <laughs> but you gotta have faith. You gotta jump into it. Yeah. And just lead with what the Holy Spirit gives you and just open that door. And I mean, people were so like t- took him back for a minute, but then they were so okay, yeah, I, I would love to be prayed for. Yeah. Could you pray for my health? Could you pr- pray for this country? Sure, let's do it right here, right now. Yeah. You know, and people were so thankful for it. Right. And then I was so thankful for the Holy Spirit and God put me there yes. with you two. I mean, it was so amazing. Yeah. But also, you know, it tells us in the Bible to be the church. Like right now, everybody go out and be the church right, right. to everybody yeah. and love on everybody. Yeah. That's it, man. That's it. And for me, the Holy the Spirit, man, it, it was overwhelming. Hmm. Um, never a dull moment. If you think about it, how many conversations... How many interactions did we have with random people? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, there was a lady that was walking to go get a lunch. I had a conversation with her, her and her daughter. Um, there, was a, there was a group of, uh, like, college students yeah. that needed a picture taken. Yeah. So we took the picture. Yeah. Um, just randomness of the day, you know, and God just allowing us to, to meet and interact with people. And the word behind that is he's, he's the light in us. Yeah. And so as we're walking, we're just, it's just out there, man. Oh, and yeah. the spirit was just alive, man. Yeah. But for me, the, the most overwhelming moment of the night was um, as we're leaving, I told you guys, um, there's going to be an African-American male, young kid with tan shorts. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. We're going back to the car. We are leaving. We're driving down the parking garage. And what did you two guys see? I saw I saw him. <laughs> I'm leaving. I saw him. I I got to say, like, I saw him and I knew you were looking for that. And I was like, Lord, I think that's them. And I was like praying for you as I'm leaving the parking garage. I'm praying for those. I think those are the two guys. God, 
Put it on Jay's heart to stop those those three. And guess what I did? Yeah. I stopped the car. Yeah. <laughs> rolled down the window and said, hey, hey, this may sound crazy. Yeah, yeah. But God has a word for you. If you don't mind, I would like to pray over you right now. Yeah, yeah. And their reaction, their reaction was, where do you go to church? <laughs> and, what are you? <laughs> and are you a pastor? Because this is new. I don't know yeah. what to do with this moment. That's good. And I just, I said, I'm simply just a servant of Christ. I'm just here. God sent me to you. I know this sounds crazy. He sent me to pray for you. Yeah. And we had a moment and I, I, I interacted with the guy, man, and it was an awesome moment. And just the faithfulness of God in that moment, so man, good, it was man. so powerful. The spirit, overwhelming. You know, one of the things that, that I, I watched the Holy Spirit do and uh, we, we talked about that it, it would it rain and stop rain. Shh. It would rain, it would stop rain. We talked to some person and we talked to a different person. And it seemed like all events led to different encounters. And some of those things sometimes feel like obstacles. It yes, feels sir. like you're getting held up. Yes, sir. But it's in the hold up that you run into the next thing. Yes, sir. And it depends how you look yeah. at life sometimes. It's the yes, perception. Sir. But yes, like sir. so many times in my life, I go, why am I being held up right yes, now? Yes, sir. And, so, and I, as, I, as I even learn and as I experience the Lord, it, it's almost like a, a change up of how I see life. I'm not being held up, but I am being held up because there's an encounter on the other side that he's there sending me to. I'm being there sent. I'm not being held back from something. I'm, I'm hold, held and waiting for something, you yes. know? Yes. And just seeing life differently, this, it does something for me every single time. And I'm just reminded of the faithfulness of God. And in that interaction, like, if you think about it, <clears throat> It rained, and then it stopped raining, and then it rained, and it stopped raining. But because we continued to walk, and we continued to interact with people, and we continued to pray with people, what ended up happening was a rainbow. Yeah. And out of the rainbow that happened because of the rain, we was able to speak to another gentleman. Right. You know? So it's like, even in those moments of being held up, yeah. we're still doing God's work. He's right. still allowing us to do it. So right. It's amazing. Yeah. My, my third question for us today uh, is, what is your encouragement to people tuning in today? Um, mine would be, just like I shared a while ago, we are the church. Go out and be the church. <laughs> Don't be scared. Listen to God and go out and be a shining example. Love on everybody like God loves us. Yeah. Can you just think about how much God loves us? Yeah. Go out and go love on people in America today because yeah. that's what we need. Yeah. If we want to make a difference, love on people like God loves us. Amen, yeah. Marty. Yeah. Amen. For me, um, and let's be honest, Jay. We've done this <laughs> several <laughs> times, right? Yeah, yeah. Do we have a clue what we're doing? I, I don't know who I'm about to What do we do? Sure. We no. say, hey, let's meet up in this random parking lot and let's just go, Right? Yeah. It's that simple. I know it sounds crazy. People are like, no, they got an itinerary. They got it wrote down somewhere. <laughs> what are they going to do? Jay, do we have it wrote down anywhere? Nothing. We go. And so for me, my encouragement is we don't know what we're doing either. We trust in God to lead us. Yeah. And what does he do every time? Oh, yeah. He leads us. It is amazing, man. It's a, it's a fresh encounter. Oh, man, time, it man. is. It is. It's you know, I remember, though, and, and my encouragement uh, to each one of us is uh, you don't got to do it alone. You know, there's, I just be straight. Like, 
this ain't easy for me either always, you know, but like, you're the, you're the pastor, this is super easy, like, just <laughs> go, right? Like, yeah. you, you, you share all this the all the time. You know right? all the camera all the time. I think you don't got to struggle with nothing. Are you a pastor? You know that's the why, word. That's why people ask you, are you a pastor? Because they expect the pastor, you know, like, it's an expectation. But I've learned there's something to uh, calling up another. I know there's Jesus sends them out in twos. Like, there's something special about going with your brothers. Like, don't do it by yourself. And so if you're maybe like desiring to do something like this, it's like the first time, like you, you might not want to do that by yourself the first time, yeah. but you, you will, if, if we call like, you'd be like, all right, I'll go, I'll go with you. And I just want, I encourage everybody like, don't, you don't, don't pressure yourself to go by yourself. Yeah. Like call a brother or sister and, and go together. Yes. And, and God just shows up, man. All right. I mean, it'd be a great outing for a life group. Yeah. Heck yeah. I mean, yeah. If you're not a member of one, join one because trust me, these two are my brothers in Christ, but they, I, I love those, these two dearly. Yeah. And going out with them and seeing the things I saw, it was amazing. And I'm so thankful God put these two in my life, and I'm thankful I got to experience that and want to keep experiencing what okay. it did the other night. I'm thankful for you too, man. Because <laughs> he's on fire all the time. You know? And it's like, God, thank you for allowing me to walk alongside Marty. Yeah. And, and being able to walk with him, man, it's just been, it's been awesome. That's what I, you know, I'd encourage you guys uh, as we kind of shift the conversation a little bit. I want to share from the word, but I want to encourage y'all. We talk about this thing called life group, and it's yes. just a group of people doing life together. Yes. And this isn't just a, a Bible study where we pull the Bible out and read it together. Like, I, it, it's just it's not that. Life. We read it, and then we, we desire to step in, and we pull each other to step yes. in, and we go, all right. I don't want to do this, but I yes. well, let's, we got to do it. Gotta you know, like, it. let's go. Yes. And then the encounter and the stories. And this is taking, we've been walking together for years, mm -hmm. you know. And, uh, like, just to see this come together now is just really, really awesome. And I'm just hopeful for all the life groups out there. Like, I believe this is available to each one of us. And I just want to encourage you all, step, step into the encounter. Step into the weird a little bit. And then if you're not in a life group, I, I encourage you, uh, would you, would you reach out to us? Uh, right here, you're going to see a link uh, below, and, and I just want to encourage you, right where you are, you can join a group of people and begin to do life, step into the weird, and if you've never been in a life group, it's weird sometimes, it is. and it's yes. hard, it's not easy, it but I believe it's a life that we're called into, clearly as we study the book of Acts together, and here's where I want to shift the conversation. So I said Acts 1-8, uh, power of spirit comes upon to be witnesses, yes. right? Yes, yes. And most people stop there with reaching the community. And if you don't mind, if you're tuning in, I'd like to talk to the church for a second. And if you're saying, well, I'm not really part of the church. I'm here just checking it out. I believe that you're watching for a reason today. And there's at least some intrigue about the church. And I want you to listen from this angle that this is what the church was meant to be. And maybe you've been at church and you've had a bad experience or you've been hurt. And I just want to show the ideal of what it was meant to be for yes. a second. And then I want to invite you into the process of being that thing, not always just looking for that thing. A lot of us, we want a church to be like this, but we don't want to do what there it takes go. to be the church to <laughs> do this, you know? And, and I just, uh, that's me too. Uh, I would love to be a part of a church that's just, it's simple. But like, this is our calling. When we talk about reaching the community, though, yes. we think of power of the Spirit comes upon to be witnesses. And then you go out like Peter and you stand on the corner and you go, everybody come to Jesus. Yeah. We see 3,000 people give their lives to Jesus. And, and we still see that today. Amazing crusades, amazing salvations. That does happen. 
But you've got to keep going through the book to really see what really continues to happen in the church. You see, 3,000 people give their lives that day, but then you go all the way into chapter 2, and it says something very, very interesting. In chapter 2, at the end of the chapter, it says this, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to breaking of bread, and to the prayers. Okay, let's, let's stop right there for a second. But the word devoted, it, ins, it insinuates that you've got to go through some things to get where you want to go, right? Yes, sir. Like there's some things that come along yes, in, in your path trying to maybe hinder. Yes, sir. Or maybe it's an old lifestyle. Yes, sir. Or maybe it's a relationship or something that happens in your life that tries to stop you from continuing through to see something to fruition. So they press through the barriers and devote themselves to making sure that this becomes a part of their life, okay? So what is uh, the apostles' teaching? That means the word is very important. We're going to learn. Yes. What do we need to do? It's not just a sermon. Yes. I want to apply a sermon. Yes. I want to take the word and make it a part of my life. Yes. There you and so go. now we're having fellowship, and here's what that means. I'm getting to know you. You're getting to know me. Yes. And we're talking about, all right, how do we do it, y'all? Yes. Like, we just heard what, this message. What's it like to be a husband? What's right. it like to be right. an employee? Yes. 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 So we're having fellowship. We're walking this thing out. And then you know what we're doing? It's not just business either. We're breaking bread together. Yes. And as we break bread, uh, we're told to remember uh, what gives its life yes, for us sir. to have nourishment. Yes, so sir. our conversations around the dinner table are just different, yes. you know? And we're having conversations about, about Jesus and what he's doing. Yes, and, and it's every bit of our life. And some of you are like, that sounds like the weirdo stuff, <laughs> you know? Like, I, I'm good. But until you step into that weird, you don't know how wonderful weird is. Amen. Amen. I want to I stop there for a second. You don't know how wonderful weird is. Mm. Y'all are wonderful in my life. And I didn't know what I was missing until I had it. Amen. Step into the weird. Because it might just be what you were looking for all along. They devoted themselves to the weird. The apostles' teaching, the fellowship, the breaking of bread, and then to prayer. You're saying prayer is amazing because it is. And it's not just this flippant thing that we're talking to a God far off. No, the presence of God is here and we expect Always. Him. And the Bible says that when we pray according to His will, expect yes, that answer. Yes, sir. So here's what we expect. We practice expectation and, and it changes your life a little bit because you have an encounter and you go, this stuff is real. It's real. We've got to tell everybody it's just actually real. I, it's real. And I sound crazy because it's, it's a fire in me because it's something that I, I, I didn't believe for a long time in my life. I said all the right answers. I knew about this stuff. Yes. But when you step into it to the experience, you're like, no, it's, it's real. I just have to, it's just real. That's what you want to say, right? Like, I got nothing else, but it's just real. <laughs> And I just want to encourage you, like, it's real. Prayer is real. God will listen to you. He will answer you. And it says that awe came upon every soul. Mm. Like awe. A level of, like, wonder. And many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were, t were together and had all things in common. Hold on. That, Say that again. Everybody, they had all things in common. What that means is they shared whatever they had. What is mine is yours. What is yours is mine. I have nothing of my own. 
all that I have is Jesus because he has saved my soul. That's it. Bro. That's it. All of us. That's it. They had all things in common. And it says in verse 45, and they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. Any had any need. That means nobody had need around them. Do you know how crazy that is? You know how crazy that would be today? But we got programs for that. We got government to take care of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's fine. And, and, and day by day, they attended the temple together, breaking bread in their homes. That means they were in each other's lives in the home. They received their food with glad and generous hearts, mm. praising God and having favor with all people. And here it is. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. You see, we think a lot about that the power comes upon these people to be witnesses. And we think about, we have a context for what witnessing looks like. We picture a, a pastor maybe on a stage, but I want to expand the vision of what this could be because we go into chapter 2 and it's the fruition yes, of what it happens when your life is transformed by the goodness of Jesus. This isn't something cultural. I don't step into what culture tells me to step into. I step into the love of what Jesus did for me. And what does the love do? It's in line. It's in step with yes, what Jesus did. He laid down his life and yes, everything he had, he gave up he gave. so that you would have yes, life. Sir. Everything. Amen. Amen. He leveraged all that he had, time and everything. Yeah. And he said, it's all, all for him. And this is the call in the church. This is why the church was so compelling. Mm. Because number one, it wasn't just talk. It wasn't just talk. Number one, though, we got to remember, Acts 1.8 is important. The power comes upon to be witnesses. Who, who can know unless we teach? Who can know unless we share with our voice? Sharing is very important. Yes, but the second thing that I think is, is absolutely crucial as we continue this conversation to understand uh, the book of Acts and the early church is, uh, the second thing is, there is a need to experience the truth. Tell me, as we've walked through life together, as you have experienced this, it has become more real part of your life. 100%. Has it? Yeah. 100%. 100. And I promise you, it's become more of a part of my life. I'm not just teaching sermons from a book anymore. I stand here with conviction because, man, like we experience what we've been talking about. Yo, the power of God's still here and it's alive. Let's go. We got stuff to do. But they devoted themselves. And I'd like to talk to the church for just a second. And, and here's where I want to get very real because I just believe that the Lord has drawn my attention to a passage that's very, very important. As we think about the early church and what yeah. they gave their lives to, yeah. not just what they talked about, what they were doing. And I directed my attention to uh, Isaiah 59 and 60. Mm. I don't have time to go through Isaiah 59 and 60, but I just want to encourage you, would you read that? Read Isaiah 59 and 60. And then I want you to picture what that was. It's going to come up on your screen now is a picture that I found. This is all going to make sense in a second, but check this out. This is the street of L.A. And as far as the eye can see, maybe you've seen this video, but as far as the eye can see, it's people who have flooded the streets and they're holding signs. They've entered the, seat, entered this, entered the, the streets and they're crying out for justice. Isaiah 59 literally paints the exact same picture. Come on now. 
But it talks about how justice has stumbled in the streets. There is no justice on the earth. And people are crying out for justice. And there's no peace anywhere. And then Isaiah 59 says that God looked down and there was no one to stand up, no one to say anything. Because those who tried to say something got snuffed out. They were put down. Come on now. And so then what he says in Isaiah 59 is, he said, so I sent myself, basically, is what he said. So I entered the picture and said, I will do what no man can do. And he talks about how he enters the stage and how by his righteousness he does the work. And at the end of 59, there's this, it's so interesting, but he talks about to those who repent and turn their way. Yes, sir. It's, it's really an image of what's coming. Yes. That's what Isaiah is speaking about. Yes. But he talks about to the ones who come, it's like this flood that comes upon them. And then check this out. Here's what it starts out in, in, in uh, chapter 60, 1 through 4. The next passage is this. And it's the call to those who have uh, repented, repented or turned, turned, and he's come upon. Okay. Arise and shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness will cover the earth and thick darkness the peoples. Yes, sir. But the Lord will arise upon you and his glory will be seen upon you. And nations shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see, they all gather together and they come to you. He's talking about Jesus. Christ, yes. But the passage says in Acts 1.8 <laughs> that it's going to come upon you, that you might be what Jesus was to the okay. world. A light. A light. And you see, when we step into the flow of what we've been invited into, you become this light. And everyone is drawn to it. But the caution for the church today, and the caution for you and I, is in Revelation 2. And Jesus speaks to the church in Revelation 2. And he says, listen to me. Go back and do the things you used to do. And if you don't, what that means is go back and do the things with the heart you had. Yes. So because you have experienced my love, it transforms your life and you begin to leverage everything you have for the love that you've experienced to give away love, right? Okay, everything I have. And he says in Revelation 2, uh, go back and do the former things. If you do not turn back and do what you were doing, I will remove my yes, lampstand. I'm going to remove the thing that's so attractive about you. Nobody's coming to you because you don't have anything they want. And he says, so turn back and do the things you once did. Maybe today you've read this passage your entire life. Maybe you're with your life group today. I believe that Revelation 2 points us back to the things they were doing. Yes, sir. Compelled by the love they had encountered by Jesus. What is it in your life, in my life, 
that I need, that, that maybe God's calling us into. On, and I, I want to call us into repentance, me as well, to look inward, to go, God, if there is something, Amen. if there is anything, yes. cards are on the table, all that I have is in, and I want to leverage yes, it. Sir. Here's my question to us. If today we hear the word missionary, if today I said, hey, listen, Marty, Jay, uh, your job is a missionary to America. That's literally all your job is, okay? That's what you're called to. That's what you're called to. Missionary in America. Church, missionary in America. Would anything in your life change? You don't got to answer that. I don't want to. I'm not asking you Ooh. to answer that. Okay. <laughs> we go. <laughs> but now, life groups, answer that together, okay? But seriously, if you were a missionary in America, question for you. If you were a missionary in America, would anything in your life change? Hmm. Well, it's just there for each one of us to really digest. But I believe Revelation 2 may be a passage for the church today. Yes, As we don't just reopen the doors, we restart. Repent. We Sorry. repent, and we, but we, we begin to do the things that we were once doing so yes, that there is a light restored, yes, that, so that as the streets, as people long for justice, they know where to go. Yes, sir. I know where I'll find that. Yes, sir. I know where a people will take care of me because in the ancient Rome, here's what was going down in the early yes, church. There was so many problems happening. There was so much unrest. Yes. People groups didn't get along. Jews and Gentiles hated each yes, other. There were social divides. Men and women were absolutely uh, on different playing yes, fields. Sir. All kind of crazy stuff was happening. But do you know what was happening in the kingdom of God, the church? Do you know why people flooded there? Because what got stolen in an unjust society, when they walked into this community, they said, hey, listen, what'd you lose? Hey, anybody got three of them? Bring it over. Come on. Hey, man, we got you. Come on. Hey, now, you know what I'm going to ask that you do? I'm going to ask that you go get a job so yes, that sir. you can do what we do. Yes, sir. That's it. But it's not about you. That's it. That's up. That's it. I've never heard this talked about. Never heard it said this way. I'm going to leverage everything I have. And I believe in the days ahead, if we really believe that we're headed to the end that I hear so many talk about. <laughs> All right, great. Perfect. Awesome. Actually, I believe that too. What do you do about it? Mm. I want to do something. And I don't want to talk about being in church. I want to be the church, man. Yes, sir. And would you join us? Maybe you're sitting here, I and mean, I'm not putting a weight on you. I don't, want to, I don't want this to be that. But I also do at a time, Revelation 2 is pretty weighty. Exactly. Like, I've got I to gotta do something. There's something i got to do now. i got to move. Yes, I can't sir. sit still. Good. Let's not just reopen the doors of our church. Yes, Let's sir. restart the church. Let's go. Yes, Come on. And if, if there's something in you that says, but I don't want to, be honest with yourself, that's okay. But I encourage you to tell somebody about that and then pray over one another in your groups today. Pray over your household today mm -hmm. that something might happen. Here's what I left saying about our, our trip. We roll up, Marty. First guy that comes up to us, and I'd written in my phone, Blue Polo. Yes, sir. Blue Polo. Mm -hmm. I was walking up. We're talking. <laughs> he goes walking up to us. Yeah. <laughs> the security guard. Hey, what are you guys doing? Small talk. What are you doing? And I said, man, I, honestly, I'm just, we're just out of here sharing Jesus and praying for people. He looked at me like, <laughs> you know, all that crazy look. They're like, but it was a different look to me. I said, we've we done this. Like, it, was a, it was a shock. Yes, it was sir. a shock, but there was a shock on his face. 
And we end up praying, share the gospel, and he walks away. But here's what happened. We're still talking. I see him way off in the distance, but I see him turn around and he comes back. And he gets a ways and we're still talking. He pulls me over and he signals to me to come over there. I walk over and he said, he said, I just want to tell you something. He said, I got to be honest with you today. He said, he said, oh, I don't pray a lot, but he said, I prayed last week. With everything going on in the world, I just said, God, have you forsaken us down here? And he said, and then you showed up. And he said, I got to tell you, I think I have hope for the world. He said, thanks. And he walked away. Do you know what I think people are in the streets screaming for? Justice. Justice. Do you know what I think uh, we have? True justice. Incredible. I mean, really, come in here and experience true justice, man. Come in here and experience the wrongs made right. Come in here and experience the love that we share. And people are longing for the hope that we have. The light is so contagious, and everybody's longing for a light, but they don't know where to find it. We're it. My encouragement to the church today, as we end, I think there's many, many more in these days who are asking, God, if you've left us here, and yet Isaiah 60, arise. Arise. Rise and shine. Arise and shine. How do we shine? Hit the street, man. Harvest is plenty. That's right. Harvest is plenty. And when Peter sees the crowd who's gathered, what does he do? Just shares. That's it. Then let the Spirit of God do his work. But there's an element where we're invited in, and he uses us, and we join him, and we experience him. That's what I'm inviting you into. That's what I'm inviting us into every single day is the encounter and the experience. They must encounter. They must experience You are invited today. Right where you are, if you're with your group, I'm going to ask, uh, would you guys have a time that that you just pray? God, how would you have us arise and shine? Yes. God, what does it look like, Revelation 2, for us to turn and do the things that we once did? Because maybe we've never actually done those things. Yes, sir. First, would you receive the love of Jesus? Would you let it cover all the mistakes? And would would you allow the love of Jesus to flood your homes? And then would you invite the love of Jesus to send you from your home doing a brand new thing? And then I invite you into the journey of doing this together. Let's go. Because it takes time. Devoted. This ain't a boom and it's finished. It's not a, I didn't get what I thought, so I'm done. Yeah. It's a devoted. It's, I'm breaking through the barriers to yes, experience an encounter. I'm yes, breaking sir. through the things that hold me back. I'm going after this together. That's what this is so special. We broke through some barriers to get where we are today. This isn't an easy process, but it's a wonderful one. Yes, sir. And our lives are never the same because of it. You are invited into this process. If you have questions, you have comments, you're like, I want this freedom that you're talking about, and I don't have it, and I want it. If you can comment below, I want to have a conversation with you. I want to give you a call. I want to give you a text. I won't call you if you don't want to answer the phone. We'll we'll send you an email. Whatever it is. Whatever we need to do. Whatever the conversation you need to have, ask the question. Because I believe that this is a conversation sometimes, and, and you must ask. Here's the deal. If you're ready and you're like, man, I, I actually want to surrender my life today, and there's been a rise in me 
uh, to surrender. I'm, I've, I'm tired of running, and I've heard this, but I actually want to give my life today. Uh, then you can, right where you are, the scripture is clear. If you want to follow Jesus, you want to actually become his, the scripture just is very clear. Just confess with your mouth. That means speak it out loud. Uh, that you no longer want to be Lord. That's king of your own life. Yes. I don't want to be in charge. Yes, I don't sir. want to write the rule book. Yes, sir. I want you to be in charge. I want to go the direction you want me to go. Yes, sir. And I'm here. Be king of my life. Yes, sir. That's it. Have mercy on me. I don't want to walk my way anymore. Yes, sir. We, we all three did that at one point in time. And at that moment, surrendering everything I had transformed everything about me. I never want to go back to that life. I never want to go back. Yes, sir. Come on. Yes, sir. I never want to go back. I'd rather have God. Yeah. I'd rather. <laughs> but that thing that floods you, like the weight that leaves you is just so wonderful. And you, I just, you're invited. And the good news is for you today. But the place is letting go of being king of your life. And when you do, when you ask Jesus to be king of your life, uh, his presence will flood your life right where you are. And I promise you that journey begins right there. It's not over, it's beginning. And uh, as you begin the journey, his call to you is, would you, would you join the journey yes. with the others who have surrendered their lives and watch what he does? It's a wonderful journey. Yes, this is what, uh, as we continue to experience what it's like to be the church, this is, this is part of it. And so uh, I'm glad to be the journey with you guys. It's a joy. Yes, and thank you for having the conversation with thank me today. Hey, we love you guys so much. Bye.